Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. He's got the four. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923. And enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. Well, hello and welcome to Sports Lounge Live. This is, oh gosh, what, August 31st. What show number is this, Chris? 158. 150. And if I sound a little different, it's because I'm in the Steel City and you got to inhale. No, you don't have to inhale any fumes anymore. It's a nice place to be. No, I'm down here visiting my family and my house, uh, the house of my ex-wife. And uh, we're all good friends, but saw the kids and the grandchildren and a bunch of friends and having a good time down there. I'll be back uh, down here. I'll be back on Thursday. And uh, things are getting getting crazy all over the sports world. Today is cut down day in the NFL. Uh, We're going to have a lot of NFL coverage. It's going to have some baseball, of course. First, uh, let me tell you the agenda. We've got the deaths, and we're doing them in a different way now. Uh, we're just going to do the segment at the beginning, basically listing who died and giving uh, minimal information on them. Uh, like we've got four deaths, probably take about two minutes for the whole thing, uh, as opposed to the longer segment that we used to do at the end. And then if there's a bigger death, like last week, two bigger deaths, we would have put with the sport the way we're going to do it now. Like Bill Freehand was a perennial all-star, and Roger Gilbert, uh, you know, a Hockey Hall of Famer. We put them in the sport that they belong in. So, so that's that's uh, the first item. Then we're going to do uh, NASCAR. We're going to do uh, golf results. Then we'll do get into our regular sports, baseball, NFL. Uh, and then after the NFL, uh, Sean has a very interesting story about ESPN you'll want to stay tuned for. Oh, the panel, of course, is going to be after golf. I can't forget the panel. Baseball, NFL, uh, Sean's interesting story, college football, tennis, and NBA. So some of the sports were quiet this week. No, no boxing, no NHL that I know of. Nope. But we'll have a lot of NFL because it's cut-down day. So there'll be a lot going on with that. But uh, so let me just quickly get into. By the way, though, Chris, before you do that, we should probably send out um, our thoughts and and, and prayers, whatever you do to our to Pierre, one of our big listeners. Uh, Pierre was affected by the the storm, uh, Hurricane Ida. Uh, By the looks of it, it did not look like that where Pierre lives took a a big hit. No. I'm thinking he's probably just without electricity or a cell phone tower. But well, he went to his nephews. He, 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 he did, but yeah, he I'm thinking, I'm thinking that where, where they're at, they're probably just either without power yeah. or without a I think cell his nephew's tower, in Gonzales so. as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he said about so 15 minutes. Do. So, But obviously, yep. we okay. send out our best to Pierre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so we'll start with Robin Miller, 71 years old. He's a uh, He was a sprint car driver. Uh, and he also was a, uh, he worked for the Indian race car columnist, 68 through 01, the Indianapolis Star. He also, uh, wrote for Auto Week, ESPN, Car and Driver, and Speed Channel. So he did a lot of covering of it and he drove. And this guy, guys, you know, we don't give you as much detail, but this will point you if you want to get somebody to help you or you want to go on the computer and find out more if you're particularly interested, you get a little information. And he's in the 
Motorsports Hall of Fame. He died of leukemia. We have Jerry Harkness, 81 years old, point guard for Loyola of Chicago from 60 through 63. They won the championship in 63 in the NCAA. His number 15 is retired. He played for the New York Knicks, uh, the the NABL, and then he also played for the Indiana Pacers. He was the um, he was the captain in Loyola. He was also the uh, first uh, black uh, uh, worker or salesperson for Quaker Oats product. Uh, and he uh, he also threw in an 88-foot game winner one time in uh, the ABA. And he was also uh, the first black uh, sports uh, broadcaster in Indianapolis. And uh, he also uh, was in the game, The uh, they call it the Game of Change with uh, Loyola and Mississippi State where Mississippi State had to smuggle themselves out to be able to play a black, any black players because Loyola had black players, and uh, Mississippi, uh, they were not allowed to do that. So that was in the Sweet 16 round in 63. So then we have Larry uh, Swider, 66. He was a punter. He died on August 7th. We didn't have that information. He played for the Pitt Panthers and uh, won the championship in 76. Uh, he also played for uh, – he, he was drafted by Denver Bacut, but he played for the Detroit Lions. Uh, St. Louis uh, Cardinals and Tampa Bay, and uh, that was it for uh, for him. And then uh, the last one I think we have is uh, Jacques Rogue. He was the from Belgium. He was the uh, he's 79 years old, the Olympic uh, president of the IOC from 2001 through 2013. So administered all those Olympics. Before that, he was the president of the Belgium Olympic Association from 89 through 92, and the European uh, Olympic Association 89 to 01. And he was a neurosurgeon. He retired in 01. He was uh, on the sailing Olympics team for Belgium in 68, 72, and 76. So there you go, died of uh, poor health. So for NASCAR, uh, Ryan Blaney won NASCAR in um, Daytona. And that is the last race, apparently, Robert, before the playoffs, right? That is correct. All the rest of the races now will will determine who the new NASCAR champion will be at the end of the year. And Mm -hmm. 16 drivers will start competing for that. All the other drivers, of course, will be in the race. But there are 16 qualified for the playoffs, and they'll uh, they'll compete now. And after so many races, it goes down to 12, then eight, and then you'll have the final four. So uh, that and the first race will be at Darlington, uh, South Carolina, next Sunday. And mm-hmm. uh, from, from here on out, they'll all have uh, playoff implications now. Yeah, and golf, I guess, Sean, we're down to the uh, the last uh, FedEx Cup uh, tournament this yeah, coming Pat- week, right? Yeah, Patrick Kinley, yeah, Patrick Kinley won the uh, BMW. Which is second? I think it's Canley, Sean. Canley, Patrick Canley. That's right. I've looked this up three times, and I watched part of it. But yeah, and so what they do at this after this tournament, they take a combination. They take your stats of how you finished in the three tournaments. So when got your so many points and how many places you know to get the FedEx Cup. And this is the big one. The it goes Friday through Monday up there in your neck of the woods, Chris. I can't remember the name of it. The tournament. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure it's here. No, I don't. I don't think it's in in um. Uh, oh, it's up no, there. I, can't I don't think it's in was, Norton. It's a, I, I think yeah, it's in New York, but we'll see. Okay, it's okay. a Friday. I think it is a Friday through Monday though. Yes, yeah, it I is. know that. Yeah. yeah. So okay. That's your golf. Yeah. So now we can start the panel. We don't want to forget about that. And uh, right. of course, Rick Swan is with us as well. He'll be our second panelist. I am reading an interesting book while I'm down here. Linda downloaded it on Audible, and it's called Voices from the Mic. And it's about, uh, you know, it's Kurt Smith. So he's done other uh, history of broadcasting books, but it's basically uh, starting from the beginning and going up from the 20s all the way up to now. We just celebrated the 100th anniversary of the first baseball broadcast by KDKA, and he covered all that. I've gotten up into the 60s and 70s, but I don't 
don't know how far I'm going to get before I leave. But uh, it's an interesting book, and any anything Kurt Smith uh, does is written. It's good to hear the career. Some of them had ups and downs, came to teams, left teams. You know, some of it I knew. I'm, I'm really uh, into that stuff. So it's really been a fun book uh, for me to read. So I've been. Yeah, if it isn't, if, Chris, if it isn't, if it isn't on Bard or Bookshare, it probably it will be. If it isn't on, you know, right. if it isn't, it will be. Right, and I uh, think and, actually Bard puts Audible books on sometimes, don't they? Yes, they do. Yes. Uh, and yeah. Kurt Smith has also wrote Voices of the Game and other stuff. Right. So if you're, if you're into broadcasting, he's an author you want to pay That's attention right. to. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rick? Okay. Um, in the real world this week, it hasn't been a great week. You know, no. you know we, we, we already said where our thoughts are with the people in the New Orleans area. And also, I want to you know, shout out to our 13 fallen heroes over in Afghanistan. That was pretty yep. sad. Hi, yeah. Eric. Yes. In the, uh, back to the toy department of life, uh, football, <laughs> football, you know, uh, exhibition games have ended. It's cut day today. Um, a couple of interesting stats. The, uh, we talked last week about how the AFC has dominated the exhibition season. They ended up 35, nine and one for the year. Wow. And, yeah. And we've got out of 32 teams, it looks like we have 15 teams that are going to start quarterbacks that didn't start on game one last year. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so that you know, throw it over to a guy who's always a starter on our team, Perry. <laughs> Most probably would say, please put that sucker on the bench. <laughs> that, that, means, okay. that means Perry, you're holding down the third rotation spot. There so you go. But uh, yeah, it's well, in in the real world, it has been a tough week. You know, with the loss of our 13 heroes, and and you see the damage done. It, it, although it doesn't sound in Louisiana that it, that it's quite as bad as it could have been, no, but no. I mean, still, it's not good. But so, but yes, the uh, of course the former Cubs continue to have their ups and downs. Uh, Chris Bryan is doing fairly well. Anthony Rizzo fairly well. And then we have Javier Baez. He's uh, oh my god! Apparently, yeah. he's upset with being booed. We'll get to that in baseball. But but yeah. it's probably probably the reason he's upset about that though is when he was in Chicago, he didn't have to worry with that too much. So he's probably that's new to him but you know it happens and we all boo and whatever else but like howie rose said today when they boo players it's not personal they're booing the outcome of what just happened they're not booing you as a person they're booing the outcome Mm -hmm. but uh, the weather has been very nice here it's been a little bit hot we had some thunderstorms late last night we needed the rain terribly and we got a little bit and our eye cups are in Indianapolis this week, Bill. Are we going to have any problems, or is the weather pretty good out there this week? We have some rain off and on showers, so that could be an issue for you. Well, I'll be darned. Well, we'll turn it over to you then, Bill. All right. I should have taken that segue, but I didn't. You think we want to put you on the bench too, Bill? (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have to put me on the bench (laughs) too. I, I think the big issue around here is, of course, the Colts cut down day and quarterbacks that are paid $28 million uh, remaining on their contract to who seem not to want to cooperate and find one another reason to keep out of practice. And, and it's really got the community divided. Um, that's been our big story of, you know, around here. Otherwise, I've just been doing radio shows and keeping busy. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sticking to that story. Go ahead, Robert. <laughs> okay, well, here, um, 
Uh, I agree with everybody else. Uh, the real world has been kind of tough. Our thoughts and prayers go out to our heroes lost their lives in Afghanistan. And, um, I tell you what, um, I've listened to the hurricane coverage on WWL, and boy, do they do a wonderful job. Oh, if, if you ever hear, if you ever hear about Louisiana going to have a storm. That's the place you want to go to because uh, they they did they did a wonderful job. Uh, they uh, you know uh, everybody that works at all the radio stations there uh, in that particular building uh, they've all camped out there. They uh, they all set up places to sleep and uh, they basically kept twenty four hour coverage. I don't know if they're still doing that or not, but it, some of it's been wonderful to listen to. And of course. Uh, in California here, we've had to deal with our fire situation, which is still out of control. So, uh, And I don't think it's going to get any better anytime soon. So that, that's what I've had to deal with this week. Sean, over to Texas. Well, I'll, I'll talk about that more, about the WWL coverage on all things radio listeners. Yep. That is a bill left me. <laughs> you know, he is in charge. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah and, and all I'll say is a lot of stations around the country need to take lessons from them yep. on how to do coverage. Oh, no kidding. Do, but, and I guess yeah. by, another, anyway, thing, uh, another thing related to the weather, though, Sean, and we'll talk about this on all things radio, too. Uh, Fox, you know, they have Fox News and Fox Sports. They're going to have, starting in October, Fox Weather. Yeah, huh, that's real, interesting. Yeah, yeah, will it be opposite M- M- MSNBC weather? Will it be like well, raining? Yeah, we'll I don't think, I, I don't think MSNBC has weather yet. Yeah, no, no, but if they do, if they pull one out, will will it be uh, fair and balanced? The weather channel doesn't do a lot of weather anymore. Like, they got all these documentaries. They've lost it, so I think they're supposed to be getting – because remember, DirecTV did that too. They started a weather Well, they have uh, – DirecTV has Weather Nation now also, so – yeah, that's, that's theirs. But anyway, uh, it's on our behalf but to hear high school football going strong. I mean, this last weekend, it was good to see it. And like I said, that's related to ESPN, what I'll talk about later and all that. But good to see things things getting back to more normal. But also, speaking to you, I will oh, I will let y'all know if you want to contact us anytime throughout the show. Of course, you can get the Zoom app, and uh, you can also uh, – you know, enter in the or dial the phone number and then enter code two eight seven seven two three forty six hundred hit pound key. Also, is our other number open, Bill? Yes, it or is. No? 317-886-1103. Well, I was, 886-1103. Yeah. 817-886-1103. Okay, we wanted to make sure it was open. Wanted to make sure it was open before I plugged it. But yeah, yeah also, no. uh, you know, a few things tomorrow. Right after the coffee club, stay tuned. Edition number two of the Bill and Perry music experience. Hey, you want to check for the Tim Andy show? I mean, you want to listen to that after call the coffee your club request. tomorrow? Yeah, call in your requests. Uh, yeah. You know all the, all the drills. You want to contest us anytime throughout the week, sports lounge at allthingsradio.net, 773-572-7715, or 800-693-7715. Zero five nine five. Option number two is where you uh, go. So, and whether it's live or on a voicemail, hey, we want to hear from first-time callers, from new people. That don't, we don't encourage y'all. Don't, we we don't bite, but we are going to bite our way into some major league baseball. Now, aren't That's we? right. Okay, so we have the standings here uh, going into today's action. So Tampa Bay leading the American League East by 83 and 48 record. The Yankees at 76 and 55, so they're, what, about seven games out. So the Rays look look pretty good for first place. Red Sox 75 and 58. I'll talk about them uh, more in a minute. Toronto 69 and 61. Baltimore um, is 40 and 90. In the Central, we have the White Sox at 76-56. 
Cleveland is uh, 64-64, Detroit 62-70, Kansas City 59-71, and Minnesota 58-73. In the West, we have Houston 78-53, Oakland 72-59, Seattle 70 and 62, the Angels are 65 and 67, and Texas is 46 and 85. So in the wild card, so we're the Red Sox are in a position now where they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat, sort of, and they could have easily lost all three to Cleveland, but they did win two out of three. So and they've now got a COVID outbreak, a small one, but a COVID outbreak nevertheless. We'll talk about the players uh, when we have them written down. But the thing is, they now are the position. Teams get it like this. Some of them will lose. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll beat anybody when they're playing well. They'll lose to anybody when they're playing lousy. The Red Sox are now in the position where they're kind of beating the teams they're supposed to beat and not beating the teams they're not supposed to beat. Tampa Bay is one of them, and they got a few of them coming up. So this they're in the wild card uh, spot right now, second wild card, but they got to play Tampa Bay. They got seven, six more with Tampa Bay, and they lost last night. They got to play the White Sox. They got to play Seattle, and they got to play the Yankees one more series. So it's not going to be easy, but they do get to play Baltimore and Washington and some other teams. So they may sneak in. But anyway, right now they're at 70. Uh, the Yankees are leading the wild card at 76 and 55 the red sox 75 and 58 so they're uh two behind but three behind in the all-important law column in the uh the uh, there's nobody contending in the wild card in the central so we go to the west and we find that Houston is leading it uh, over the A's, 78-53, uh, and the A's are 72-59, and 59, so a six-game lead. Five and a half, About five and a half. Five and a half now? Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, okay. But the uh, So the A's are 13 uh, over 500. So they're uh, two games behind the Red Sox now, and Seattle is, uh, what, five, four and a half, I think, behind the Red Sox. So uh, they're the teams that are chasing the Red Sox for that second wild card spot. In the National League East, we have Atlanta 70 and 60, Philadelphia 67 and 64. So that's a three and a half game lead. The Mets are 63 and 67. I think uh, did they win today? Do we? Or uh, they lost well, today? they have a doubleheader and they're losing the first game five to one in the eighth. Miami's okay. beating them five to one. Okay. Washington 55 75, Miami 55 and 76. In the central, we have the uh, Brewers continuing to roll at 80 and 52, Cincinnati 71 and 62. So that is nine and a half games. So that's uh, going well for them. Cardinal 67 and 63. The Cubs are 57 and 75. They really have uh, started to slide. And Pittsburgh at 48 and 83. But they'll never be able to slide past the Pirates. In the West, San Francisco is 84 and 47. The Dodgers are 83 and 49. So that's only a game and a half difference. And they're going to play a, a series, I think, this weekend. So, the final uh, we'll, three games between these two this weekend. Right, yes. in San Francisco. So that'll yep. determine, and this is not for nothing, because you don't want to be the wild card team to have to uh, you know, win one game, which anybody can lose a game, and then have to go back to, like, San Francisco or whatever and, and play, uh, you know, or, or the Dodgers. You don't want to be the team that ends up losing the division, let's put it that way. So 83 and 49. Uh, the San Diego's uh, 70 and 62. They've continued to struggle. Colorado, 60 and uh uh, 60 and 71 and Arizona 44 and 89. So in the National League wild card, it's getting kind of interesting. So the leader, of course, the Giants or Dodgers will be the leader in the wild card. We know that's uh, the case. Right. But right now in the uh, Cincinnati, I think, has the second wild card. Is that, that is correct. For San Diego. Yes. But they're only a half a game ahead of San Diego for that second wild card. Uh-huh. And the Cardinals are only uh, two and a half out. And they're yeah. playing the Cardinals and Reds are playing now. So yeah. this week, uh, you know, so in Cincinnati. So those were important. Go, go games. Red. 
Yeah. <laughs> so um, those are the teams that are contending in the National League for the second one. Before, okay, we, before we go on, um, David USF mm-hmm. is here, so we'll, let's uh, bring him in. David, if you want to unmute yourself. There has just been an NFL trade announced. The okay. Green Bay Packers have acquired punter, and this is the re- one of the reasons I brought David in. Maybe he can help me with this name. Corey Bahorkas Bahork, <laughs> from the Rams. Any help there, David? Uh, no, never heard of that. <laughs> okay, well, he's a punter anyway. He's going to Green Bay for a draft pick. But, okay. <laughs> David, oh. David, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to come in to uh, correct Robert because it's my favorite pass on besides Scott. That is true. That oh, is what, true. what did I do now, David? <laughs> uh, you, uh, about the the golfer, Patrick, uh, it's actually the same as Patrick Cantley, C-A-N-T-L-A-Y. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, no thank problem, you. no problem. Just wanted to you know, set the record straight because okay. uh, we like we like anything's right here. So right. that's right. all I got. That's okay. It. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Dave. Okay. And we did uh, have uh, we did have uh, another hand, which I believe might have been uh, Aaron. And if we do, go ahead and call back, and we'll get to you. But uh, until that, until we have any more hands, Chris, go ahead. Okay, we got the uh, schedule for tonight. Okay. Robert, yeah. go. Oh yeah, you did have something to say, Robert. Go ahead. Yeah, and, uh, another thing to consider: not only are the Red Sox having a COVID outbreak, so are the San Francisco Giants. So, oh, are they? Okay. Uh, if you they, if they, do, you have names on on uh, those Johnny Qua- Johnny Cueto and another one of their starters got placed on the COVID list today. So uh, the Dodgers may have a good opportunity this weekend to actually pass the Giants depending on how this plays out. (laughs) Okay. Well, as we said, at 110 today, the Mets and uh, Marlins started to play uh, in uh, uh, City Field. And then that, of course, is is not really a doubleheader. It is the completion of a suspended game from April. It's going to wind up being a doubleheader because it was in the top of the first inning, but Yep. It's technically and, not a doubleheader. And they're, and they're going to play nine, inning, nine innings in the yeah. first game and seven innings in the second. Correct. Correct. Okay, 640. We talked about this uh, St. Louis at the Reds. 705, Philadelphia at Washington. 707, Baltimore, Toronto. Uh, and then the Miami at the Mets for that second game at 710. The Red Sox are at Tampa Bay, also at 710. Oakland at Detroit, 710. Uh, 745, I think it is. Colorado at Texas. Uh, eight, no, I, it's uh, 805. 805 per oh, 805. Okay. This Linda's is uh, giving me some trouble here. 805. Okay. And then uh, Colorado, that was Colorado, Texas, 810, Cleveland and Kansas City. The Cubs are at Minnesota. Pittsburgh at the White Sox, 948. We have the Yankees at the Angels, 938. You're right. You're right. Okay. Now that I see the next one is 940, which is San Diego at Arizona, 945, Milwaukee at San Francisco, 1010, Atlanta at the Dodgers. So, and uh, oh, and Houston and you, at Seattle. And Houston at Seattle. Yeah. That's right. So mm-hmm. there you go. That's the uh, schedule for tonight. And, and let's uh, see how Trevor close to break are we. By the way, it was just oh, uh, okay. It, it hasn't been reported, but he's gonna. They're gonna keep extending his his yeah. suspension. So we'll just leave it at that. And until yeah. something happens, assume he's still suspended. Right. Okay. So it's probably about a good time for a break. It's a little before the bottom of the hour. I'm thinking, Bill, that maybe when we come back, uh, that might be a good time. Uh, we have a little drop-in story that Vin Scully, everybody likes to stay tuned for Vin Scully. So how about if we take our break and then come back with Vin Scully and telling an interesting story about his, the early days with the Dodgers, and then we'll get into our news and notes. Does that sound good? You've got Let's it. Do it. Okay. okay. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. 
Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with money ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this. Let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh. You don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man. You laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool. Very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. One of the biggest breaks that Jerry Doggett and I got when we came to California was the arrival of the transistor radio. And of course, remember, the games were played in the Coliseum. Now, the people who came to the games in those days, they knew about Willie Mays and Stan Musial, but they didn't know the rank-and-file players, and also they were sitting so far away from the diamond. So, because of that, they began to tune in and rely on us to give them more than just balls and strikes. One night at the Coliseum, the game was kind of slow, and I was thumbing through a biography of all of the umpires, and I came across an umpire who was involved in this game, and his name was Frank Sicori, and he was celebrating a birthday. Well, I was thinking the crowd is listening with the transistor radios. We could do something that's never been done before, which is what I explained to the crowd. A big audience in a ballpark singing happy birthday to an umpire. They're accustomed to booze, but I don't think they've ever had anyone sing happy birthday. So I asked the audience, I said, on the count of three, let's all say happy birthday, Frank. Well, they did it in a loud voice as if one. Happy birthday, Frank. He had no idea what was going on, but one of the other umpires came over and told him, Frank, you've just gotten a one in a million salute, a crowd singing happy birthday to you. That was the night I realized that if I used it very carefully, the transistor radio would be a great bridge between me and the fans. Of course, I also worried, supposing I said, on the count of three, one, two, three, happy, and I'm the only one doing it, it would be pretty embarrassing. Anyway, it worked, and later on, I did another one of those, thank goodness, with the crowd. 
Hey, and, and that voice, I mean, you just could hear that voice and, and listen. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He's amazing. He's, you know, he's recording these now. You know, these are not recorded from before. He's 90. He'll be 94 on. Um, and he the, still uh, sounds no, 90, relatively good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 94. Does. Yeah, yeah, he does. So um, back to the mundane world of baseball. Yeah, uh, he's, got, the, he's got his own Twitter account now, which he did not have when he broadcasted. And apparently for those that follow him on a daily basis, he puts out all kinds of stuff. So. Yeah, cool. Well, the COVID outbreak for the Red Sox. Apparently now I was hearing on the game last night that Tom Goodwin is involved again, uh, the first base coach. They didn't see him out there on the line. So they, we don't know. But the strength and conditioning coach had it. So he may have yeah. been a, a he's close got a contact, contact with him. Yeah. Contact mm-hmm. tracing. Yeah. And, uh, okay, so we have Matt Barnes. Now, Matt Barnes has been struggling before this, so this might actually be good, get him a little rest because he's been uh, having a problem. Christian Arroyo, who had just come off an injury, Kiki Hernandez, and I think they said he was vaccinated, but baseball being baseball, you know, since he tested positive, he'll be out for the 10 days. And Martin Perez is also out. And uh, so, uh, so Perry, why don't you talk about uh, the uh, – Javi Baez situation in New York, or I guess you kind of already did. Is there anything else you really wanted to say about it? I mean, like I say, what happened was apparently he and Francisco Lindor, apparently they're best friends, and this is why Baez wanted to get traded to the Mets, which he eventually did, is so they could play together, and and they apparently concocted this thing that when they, because they were being booed, they were going to do double thumbs down to the fans. So they did that, and on Sunday, I mean, Baez was, you know, he booed when he struck out, and as as we said, they're not booing him as a person they're booing the outcome of, of the event and then when they apparently when he hit a home run they were cheering he still did this and in the post-game comments he says well you know my point to the fans is you can't boo and and cheer all in the same game which obviously you can't but um uh, mm-hmm. now of course he and Lindor have apologized. I'm guessing uh, yesterday Sandy Alderson said that was inappropriate Steve Cohen said it was inappropriate I would kind of be surprised with something like this going on if the Mets were to bring back Javier Baez. It just does not yeah. seem to be a fit. Uh, and there, uh, well, there also was talk this morning on the fan. I don't know how serious this is, Perry, but there's also talk that, um, remember, Lindor signed that contract at the beginning of the year, <clears throat> but it goes into effect next year. There's talk that uh, they may just release him after the end of the year and eat that contract. Oh, yeah. well, if they did that, yeah. that's all. I, I would so. bet that mm-hmm. I would bet they wouldn't do that. That's a lot of money. No, that's three hundred and forty-one, three hundred forty-one yeah. million dollars yeah. to eat. Ooh. No, I don't. Well, think apparently that's, okay. that's what that's what Cohen is considering doing because he was very <laughs> unhappy with this. Wow. Now, I've heard heard something on the Red Sox game last night that I was not aware of, and I don't know how severe it is, and uh, maybe we just, you know, you guys, Perry and uh, Sean, you put the things in, and Robert, you put the things yeah. in as you get them, and sometimes you miss. Apparently, Reese Hoskins has been out for the Phillies, who, of course, is one of their big hitters, and they've been saying that the reason it came up was because um, Bryce Harper hit a home run, and he's been killing the Nationals whenever he goes back there, but it was just the idea of he's really been carrying the team, and they've been playing better, and, of course, they're fairly close to the Braves, but any idea how long he's out or what's going on? I, I believe his season, yeah. He's out for the season. Yeah, okay, and I forgot good. I forgot what kind of surgery he had. I seen it when it came out, but I forgot to mention it. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's gone for the rest of the year. So, Well, we have two other people who are gone for the rest of the year, Jerry Remy and Howie Rose. Jerry Remy for the Red Sox TV. Uh, no, Howie, Howie Rose, Rose is, Howie Rose is, Howie Rose is, 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 is here today. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow's oh, the last okay, day. Then. 
Tomorrow oh, today. Last last game. Yeah. Okay, then. All right. Because I think, yeah, well, then uh, they just had a little, Will Fleming had a little off, but he said he, apparently he's got surgery coming up. I don't know what, yeah. what his, uh, whether he's got cancer too. We know, of course, Jerry Remy with the lung cancer, and he had that attack uh, a few couple months ago during the game. And, uh, but he and has, Dwayne has, Cox has been in treatment. and out for the Giants. So. Right. So, uh, but Howie Rose today was his last. Yeah. So we wish all of them uh, good luck. And, oh, absolutely. And all I, would imagine that that Ed, I would imagine then that Ed Coleman will fill in the rest of the year. Yeah, he will. Yeah. He will. Okay, and let's see. We have uh, Jack Flaherty uh, went on the IL, and they just gotten him back. The Cardinals had. So he that's did. not going to help them. Uh, Yadier yeah, Molina, another Cardinal note. One year for uh, ten million for next year, but next year twenty two, he will retire after that year. So that's yeah. Um, and he's trying to talk. From what I hear, he's trying to talk Adam Wainwright into doing the same thing. And they would like to, like I, like I've been reporting uh, or uh, expressing my opinion. What they would like, if the National League gets the DH, the two of them would like Albert Pujols to play there next year, and they could all go out together. So, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So the Yankees ended up winning 13 in a row. We, I think they'd won uh, nine or so when we were on the last time. That's the longest winning streak since 1961. And the Yankees were 109 and 53 that year, but 98, they're 114 and 48. So it just shows you don't have to do it with a long winning streak. You can do it other no. ways, you know. But uh, it's just interesting that that was the longest one since uh, 61. Yeah, uh, I was happy. I was happy it was a split, uh, Chris, considering the way the A's have been playing. So yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. And they, you know, this this is the thing. My thought during the weekend was I was rooting for the uh, Yankees because I don't think they're going. Red Sox going to catch the Yankees anyway. So I was trying to get in. I would like to get home. You know, you got to get greedy after you if you think you're going to get in and want home field. But I was kind of rooting for the Yankees because I didn't think. Uh, but the split was probably the best the Red Sox could get because nothing really hurt them, and right. they won two out of three. So they picked up a slight amount of ground. Right. Uh, uh, David USF had this one recently. Max Scherzer uh, was has been up to the plate, uh, 48 plate appearances, no times uh, on base at all, no walks or anything. And uh, the record was, uh, um, for it was 49, and I think it was uh, Wei Yin Chin, uh, Wei Yin Chin from Miami in 2016. He had 49 yeah. appearances in a row. Yeah. Okay, now I'm here in Pittsburgh, but I know nothing about the reasoning for any of this, so you, you, you know we can guess. But Pittsburgh released uh, Gregory Polanco. Is any, any idea why that was? I have no idea. No. I have I'm no guessing, idea. I'm guessing I, I, it's. I'm guessing it is performance based. Uh-huh. Yeah, is and probably also to give him an opportunity to uh, hook up with a playoff possible team because isn't the, isn't the deadline you have to be on the uh, the roster by midnight tonight? That is yeah. correct. So you qualify yeah. for the playoffs. Yeah. So everybody can mark uh, show 158 where you heard the name of this alleged phenom of the future, Gavin Weir, uh, from oh, Sioux yeah. Falls, South Dakota. He pitched, uh, had, had thrown four no-hitters in the in the tournament, at least up to the time that David reported on this. 114, yeah, yeah, in the Little League World Series, right, John, I didn't say that. 114 strikeouts in 132 uh, uh, batters. And uh, so and he had another one-hitter and only six, uh, has allowed one hit overall and six walks. So somehow they went out of the tournament and lost, but uh, you oh, know, he can't pitch it. every game. So. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And Michigan, Michigan beat Ohio to win it five to two. It was the Taylor North Little League, which is about I asked Miss A, it's sixteen miles from Detroit, and they beat Hamilton, Ohio. I found out, and that's right next to Cincinnati, so they were right in the Detroit Cincinnati area. And uh, 
the the divisions were the Tom Seaver division and the Hank Aaron divisions that yeah. they were playing in. So that was yeah. that was pretty cool. Um, and Pittsburgh uh, fired uh, their hitting coach Rick Eckstein. Now this is kind of silly. One Eckstein. month left to go in the season. Yeah. Eckstein and they fired him. I mean, what is the? We talked about the general uh, showbiz kind of thing about firing, like the Padres firing their pitching coach, longtime pitching coach last week. It's just kind of silly, especially a team that's as far out as the Pirates are, and with a month ago, what does that prove? I don't know. Well, and, and, but they and we are, keep saying, we keep saying, remember that. I think these pitching, these pitching coaches, hitting coaches, and whatever, they get so much credit when things go well, and so much blame when things go bad. Really, it's not even them. The play, they can tell the player anything they want, but if the player doesn't perform, that's on the player. Right. That's right. So they're last in runs scored and home runs and so forth. But that's you know as as it may be. They're a horrible they're, team anyway. They are, uh, and they get worse all the time. Mike Trout's season may be over. This is another thing. I always wonder why they worry about, first of all, this guy's got a long-term contract. He's a, uh, one of the faces of the franchise with Otani. Why even think about bringing him back? They're not going, we, we, uh, you know, made it official and uh, stuck a fork in him last week. There's no real reason to bring him back, but they're, yeah, I guess, and, and he's been out since May 17th. I don't see the correct. point. Right. And the Braves lost to the Dodgers last night, uh, but that broke their longest in history 13-game road winning streak. A road winning streak is pretty cool to be that long. The Braves uh, certainly were getting it done on the road, and they're, of course, still leading the division. So that's all I have for baseball. Anybody else remember, any baseball stuff? Yeah, yeah. one, one um, thing. Remember, Chris, that tomorrow the, the teams, I believe the number is they can go up to 30, I think 20, is the no, number. Is it 28? Is it 28? 28. Okay, 28. then they, can, yeah. they each team can only bring up two players. That's and one quick baseball note, the Reds-Cardinals okay. game has been postponed tonight, will be made up as a day-night double hitter tomorrow. Those seven I'm, guessing it's raining. I'm guessing it's raining there, Bill? Yes, and Cincinnati, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the uh, Yankees Rick, put Zach. Yeah, the Yankees put Zach Burton on the sixty-day disabled list. So that's about that's the end of his. He's season. done for the year. Yeah. Then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So the NFL. I've got the scores, and then if anybody like we did last week, if anybody has any well, comment on a game, but before we get before we get to the scores, let me let you know. Getting back to the hurricane with the NFL, the New Orleans Saints are practicing in AT and T Stadium. And Sean Payton said, you know, depending on the damage and everything, and depending on how people have to repair, he says he may they may not come back to New Orleans until October because they don't want to get in the way of any rebuild by trying to have everybody go into the game. Right. He says, well, know, and as, as see, of but. and as of yesterday, there were a million customers without power, so it may be yeah. a while before they can come back anyway. Yeah, they're saying yeah. they're saying power outages are going to probably they, last. They weeks. have a home game the first week. Yeah, they have a home game against Green Bay the first week also. Yeah, so it looks like they may play that in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dallas could, or yeah. San Antonio or yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um so the scores and again, if anybody has any comments, I didn't uh I didn't even uh, hear too much of the Patriots game because we've been busy down here, but we have uh, Indianapolis beat Detroit 27-17. Anything Bill any comment? Say that again. I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, the uh, Colts, be- Colts beat Detroit 27-17. Any comments oh, on that? Well, it was uh, just basically third stringers. Uh, Sam Ellinger got hurt last play of the first half. He's going to be out about six weeks probably. Uh, Jacob mm-hmm. Eason didn't look too bad. The guy they put in the second half, Hunley, he's already been cut. But um, they did come back and win the second half. We're down 17-7 to seven and scored the mm-hmm. last 20 points. So um, it 
what it is, it doesn't matter if they're 0-3 or 3-0 in the exhibition. No, it doesn't. Yeah. That's right. Okay, Philadelphia and the Jets tied 31-31. That was apparently a pretty wild one. Yeah, they Carolina. ended up with a Hail Mary and a two-point conversion to tie the game. Oh, cool. Yeah, and, no, and there's no overtime in the preseason. No, that no, that's right. Into time, so. Carolina beat Pittsburgh 34-9. to I just had it on the back. I didn't uh, really listen to that. I was listening to the that's Red Sox really game. But, yeah. According to Steelers fans I talked to, Carolina just was more interested in winning the yeah. game than Pittsburgh yeah. was. Okay, that's fine. Kansas City beat the uh, Vikings 28-25. And uh, so whatever on that. Buffalo beat Green Bay 19 to nothing. And, of course, uh, Aaron Rodgers wasn't even playing in the preseason. So that doesn't mean anything. Allen did start. He looked real good. There you go. Okay. Uh, Baltimore beat Washington 37 to 3. Wow. And they set the record 20th preseason win in a row. And the Ravens won. J.K. Dobbins of the Ravens is out for the season. season. Torn ACL. That's right. That's right. Uh, The Bears beat Tennessee 27-24. Anybody know anything about that? Yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, no. Yeah, no. Not a Arizona. bad game. I listened to the first half of it. It was close. It was, it was bad. I mean, it, yeah. it, Jamal it, come it, in and talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Arizona and New Orleans, of course, they were uh, scheduled to play on Saturday. They did not play because of the hurricane. But, you know, that doesn't really matter. They played two exhibition games. That's fine. Tampa Bay beat Houston 23-16. Anything on that, Sean? Uh, Houston played their starters a lot longer than Tampa Bay did, but Tampa Bay still, you know, so that's why it was that close. And apparently uh, with the Houston Texans, they said today they are willing to listen on any of their veteran players that you want. But (laughs) apparently if you want Deshaun Watson, they are still telling you they want a premier package. I don't yeah, think well, any. I don't think anybody's going to trade for him as long as he's got all his legal issues going and on. They, nope. they did leave him on the fifty-three man roster, so they're going to. Right, they're just going to be him. playing with fifty-two players. Yeah, each they're week just going to declare well, him well, inactive. And what I, oh, hold, 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 and, on, hold on, hold on, They're just going to declare him inactive every week. Right. Yeah, yep. that's what I was going to say. Yep. Okay. Denver beat the Rams seventeen twelve. I don't know if anybody knows about no. that or not. Didn't uh, see any of it. Not Seattle. Okay, go ahead. I did not see any no. of the of that game. No. Okay. Seattle beat the Chargers twenty-seven to nothing. So um, yeah, I'm sure they didn't play too many starters. No. Jacksonville went into Dallas though and won thirty-four fourteen. That's pretty good on any level. That's pretty amazing. And yeah, apparently, by, by God, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence's best game. But yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Miami beat Cincinnati twenty-nine twenty-six. Uh, we have San Francisco over the Raiders, 34-10. Anything on that, Robert? Uh, the only thing I can tell you is uh, the 49ers played a lot of their starters. The Raiders did not. And and in my opinion, now I'm not a 49er fan, but if I was caught, uh, Mr. Shanahan, I think I would start the rookie. But, it does you know, not sound like that's what's going to happen, though. No. no. Now, that that was interesting. They, it, it, you know, not, they didn't have one quarterback to a series and then alternate series. They were moving no. Garoppolo and... and Lansing in on each, you know, every other the play. It was crazy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they were alternating so, during the I don't know if that's, play. you know, what's going to happen during the season, but that was, and it was, huh. it was strange because they bring the rookie in and like in the first drive and all the plays he came in, he just handed off. Yeah. And, the, mm. and, and when Garoppolo was in there, he threw a couple of passes. And at the end, Garoppolo ended up scoring on a one yard run. So it's That's like funny. the opposite. And then, that, and then on the second drive, Rick, Lance is the one that scored the uh, yeah, he, he run. scored on the run. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now Lance has a, a small chip bone in one of his fingers on the passing hand. So he, but yeah. they're saying it's nothing serious, but he's going to be missing practice for like a week. So yeah. that may, that may set up Garoppolo to be the starter in week one. Uh, yeah, it probably well, does, but it also means Garoppolo could be hurt before Lance is ready. Cause you know, Garoppolo is. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's the 49ers. They, yeah. And they, and yeah. they open the, they open the season. 
season with the Lions. So if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna have to play a quarterback that's not ready, Detroit's yeah. probably yeah. a good good way to start. That's right. Yeah. The fourth okay. exhibition game. So Rick, you probably know about this, and I uh, did, I really didn't hear any of it. The Patriots beat the Giants twenty two twenty. What what would you have to say about that? Well, again, you know, Mac Jones looked real good. Um, the Giants, you know, with all the improvements they made, they never improved that offensive line at all, and that still looks like it's going to be a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones was, you know, in, in just a couple of series, Jones was sacked twice and hurried nine times. And mm-hmm. um, Now, wow. again, it, it's weird because that almost copied the Jets game because the Giants scored on a Hail Mary at the end of the game to bring it within two, but they missed the two-point conversion. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, and the last game, I think Cleveland beat Atlanta 19-10. to 10. Yeah. And so, uh, of course, we had, well, may as well start with the big news of the day. Cam Newton was cut by the Patriots today, which means that Mac Jones will be the starter. And that surprised me because I thought, uh, you know, that they were basically saying that, you know, uh, it's easier, as we said here, it's easier to go to the rookie later if you're 0-3 or something and and go from there. But this is just, I I think that my feeling about it, and I don't know what they're, you know, I I just heard a little uh, being down here. I was listening to the sports hub a little bit. And it just seems like it may have been the COVID thing. I think that that. That was kind of the last. That might have straw. been the last straw. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Not, there was not, other stuff. It's but those yeah. just kind of added to it. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, guys. Remember, we said earlier in the preseason, when it comes down to final cuts, teams are going to look at who's been vaccinated and who's not. And Cam Newton has been a very, he's been very critical about. He doesn't want the vaccine. Wants nothing to do with it. And I, you know, I think the Patriots just use this as an excuse to say yeah. goodbye. But now you're going to have what Mac Jones is your starter and what Stidham is your backup guys? No, Brian Hoyer. Uh, Brian, Brian Hoyer. Hoyer's, yeah. Brian Hoyer. Oh, that's yeah. right. Stidham's out. I mean, he'll be back, but he's he, out. Uh, Stidham's on the pup list, so he's gone yeah. for the first six weeks. For at least half of the okay. eight, yeah. year. Because yeah. then you can practice, I guess, seven and eight and come back week nine. But he, yeah, so he's not a factor right now. So the thing is, now, this is cutdown day, so there may be a, a serviceable quarterback that they feel better about than yeah, Hoyer. Could they be. like Hoyer as a coach. I mean, I think in the yeah. future, he may be a coach. But, well, that's uh, what they, they said like during, the, yeah, during camp. that it, Some people were asking why they brought him back, and they with the new agreement that you coaches can only spend so much time with a rookie quarterback, but another right. veteran quarterback can spend all kinds of time with them to, to yeah. teach him things. You know? Yeah. So there's that. So we'll see if they pick up another quarterback, uh, you know, who's out there and what, but I mean, if you knew you didn't want, you know, one of the criticisms they're getting right now is why did they spend this money and bring Newton back at all? Why didn't they, uh, you know, I think they that Bell, basically the bottom line I was getting out of a lot of the comments was Belichick was a surprise. He thought he'd be good. And he was happy to get him, And, you know, from uh, the, you know, Saban and Nick Saban and all that and their buddies. But he was surprised at how fast he picked things up. Yeah. And people are comparing him as far as being able to change at the line of scrimmage and do all that with Peyton Manning. They say he really understands this offense. And, of course, this is a complicated offense, and I don't know that Newton ever understood it. They've got him more weapons. So, I mean, we'll see. It doesn't mean it's going to necessarily go smoothly, but, you know, it's, yeah. it, but I said to Rick, because I'm not there right now, I'll be back on Thursday, have they started to organize the Yay Cam is Gone Parade? Because that's what people wanted. So that's oh, what they yeah. got. It'll be interesting to see if the um, COVID, you know, the non-vaccination, how that affects Newton trying to find another team. That's right. So Sony Michelle was also gone. He went uh, traded to the Yank, uh, to the Rams for a, for a fifth and sixth round draft choices in twenty two, and it could be, I guess, if there's a actually that, that got changed. Okay, it's a, it's a sixth round pick in twenty two and a fourth round pick in twenty three. Okay, yeah, that's what it's okay. yeah. The fifth yeah. round could have been a fourth round the next year. Something like they tried to do some kind of funny trade where it would depend on whether the Rams got a compensatory yes. pick or not. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. guess I don't think that's legal. But. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, Ryan Tannehill is on the COVID list, I guess. So, but yeah. I mean, he should be off it by the time it's time yeah. to play. But yeah. uh, you the know, Titans he was on. are, yeah, the Titans are definitely having their usual COVID outbreak, second year in a row. So, yeah. you know. Uh, the uh, Jacksonville sent Cardinal Minshew to the Eagles, so I guess the Eagles aren't all happy with everybody in their quarterback room. Right. I don't know what the issue is, uh, but maybe they'll yeah, be gonna have, there. they're going to have Jalen Hurts as a starter and Joe Flacco as the backup, and I guess Minshew is going to be the third string to start. But in my opinion, because uh, I watched part of the Eagle game during one of the preseason weeks when Flacco played, uh, to me, and I'm not an expert, but to me it doesn't look like Joe has anything left. I would make Minshew the backup and cut Flacco. But yeah, I think that might happen. That might happen, yeah. yeah we might you know, and again, we'll, we'll get more. And he was traded for a fifth and sixth uh, round draft choice. Uh, yeah, yeah. J.K. Dobbins, we already mentioned, a tort, uh, torn ACL, so he's out for the year. So, um, and then, so I guess, um, any other NFL stuff? Yeah, um, oh, okay. Okay, go, oh, ahead, oh, oh, Rick, go, go ahead, Chuck. Go ahead, Rick, and then Chuck. Okay, well, one uh, the the court, the linebackers coach for San Francisco for the Forty ers It just came out today. He had a second flare up of this cancer that he, I can't pronounce the name of it. He played for Green Bay. Oh, his name escapes me. I'll play to them, but he is out for the season. Uh, yeah, uh, he he left the team for more treatment. I read that today, and I yeah, forget who it is. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Rick. Okay, um, we we said last week that the you know the Jets lost free agent lineman Kyle Lawson to a season and injury. Well, they tra- they traded to Houston for a, a sixth round pick to pick up Shaq Lawson. So I guess it's any Lawson in a storm for the Jets. <laughs> That's not as big a loss. It's yeah. Not as big as Lawson as it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And I did yeah. hear this morning that you know we we're always talking about announcers and whether they're going to travel or not. I did hear this morning that the Giants announcers will be traveling this year. Good. As of yeah. now, the Jets announcers will not be at least till week six. Huh. Okay. I wonder why. I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess they're going to relook at it then, but I don't know why. The, I don't Yeah, the Cowboys are not going. traveling. I know that. And so are Houston. Right. Yeah, so. very strange. Okay. I, I, I don't understand the way these uh, these leagues and broadcasters and companies look at this because as I've learned by listening and watching baseball games during the season, uh, the announcers need to be at the location. They just, well, you know, the Jets. Yeah, are, like, if it means anything or not, the Jets are on an ESPN affiliate, and ESPN loves to save money wherever they can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's well, that, last yeah. last year during the COVID. I said when I first started doing this, that uh, some you know stations going to decide they can get away with this and save money and make this permanent. But, yep. Jamal, yeah. Jamal, if you want to mute, we'll get with you in just a second. Yeah, ESPN yeah I have a feeling. Leasing. ESPN leases, yeah, 98.7. MS owns it, but ESPN runs it. So that and, – and the announcers are paid by ESPN New York. They're not paid by the Jets, I think, so that could be some – Well, and Bob Wachusa does ESPN games, so – Yeah. Yeah. And one other thing, real quick, as Jamal unmutes about the COVID, they changed the COVID protocol. Oh, yeah. Uh, are they COVID testing? If you're unvaccinated, you're still tested every day. If you're vaccinated now, it's gone from 14 days to seven days. They're saying because of the Delta variant and, right. you know, you can still have it if, you know, now granted you don't get the symptoms as much, but they're testing, they're changing, you're tested every seven days if you're mm-hmm. vaccinated. And supposedly, according to last week's numbers, uh, 93% of the players in the league have at least one and 72% had at least have had both of the shots. Yeah. Okay. Jamal, come on in. Hello, how are y'all doing? Hey, how about you? Okay, couple things here. First of all, about the White Sox. They're they're still rolling. I, I'm happy they're 
have the AL Central all but locked down. I still want them to try to get some similar to home field advantage and keep the pedal on the metal. I don't like this 20 games over 509 cents. I want them to keep the pedal to the metal. Try to get, try to at least get the second spot in the American League if they can't get the first. I have a feeling they're kind of locked into third. I don't think they're going to catch. Yeah, well, to get the first, they're uh, twenty games. They're about twenty games over Jamal. The the Tampa Bay Rays who have the first right now, they're thirty five over. Yeah, no, Tampa yeah. Bay is going to. I think the White Sox are playing Houston, and right now, of course, home field. What Jamal would like is for the White Sox to have home field over Houston, right. but that's about all they can really hope exactly. for. Exactly, and as for the Bears game on Sunday, on Saturday, last Saturday, I checked it out. Uh, it seems like uh, Mr. Fields once again has played well. Unfortunately, uh, well, I'm happy the Bears won, but of course, Matt Nagy is still getting flagged for still insisting that Andy Dalton be the starter, and his concern about the Bears' offensive line. People point out the fact that Fields is so quick, he protects the offensive line. I frankly say, throw the, just throw the kid in there, please. Well, the difference, and here you, you see the opposite to, uh, choice by B- uh, Belichick. The difference is that Nagy and the GM have to win this year or they're gone. If they don't make the playoffs, they got to win the, you know, if they go 8-8 eight and, eight and they don't make the playoffs, they're gone 8-9 eight or 9-8. and eight. They're not right. making, the, making the playoffs. They're not going to win. And so... And, and they can, their best chance is with Fields, not Andy Dalton. Well, that is their problem. Coaches tend, tend to be... But Belichick knows, my, my point is, Belichick knows he's going to be here next year no matter what happens. So his, he's got more room to maneuver. And and at Belichick, and this is actually another thing I was going to bring up about great coaches or great GMs. He wants to bring up the second guy. You know, Lombardi never got to do that. Lombardi died young and wasn't able to move on from Bart Starr. But you look at the, the Celtics going with Bill Russell, and then they got the Dave Cowan, you know, JoJo White era. They moved on to the big three, and our back is enshrined in the Hall of Fame forever for all that. You know, and, and you look at Cowboys, you know, uh, what Landry did with, with you know, uh, Meredith and then Staubach and then, uh, you know, Danny White. Danny White. They still kept oh, winning, anyway. and and do it with two or three regimes. That's where you make your you make your money or make your your, your reputation. These guys yeah. are on a very short leash. That's a difference. Well, and keep one thing in mind. Keep one thing in mind. They're going to keep Nick Foles on, on the uh, roster uh, until somebody trades for him. So not only do you have Andy Dalton there, but you also have Nick Foles there. And it did, it uh, did come out. It, hold on, hold on, Charlie. It did come out today that they are listening to offers on Nick Foles. Yes, yes. And it did. And who's to say, who's to say, all right, they go with Andy Dalton three or four weeks. Okay, they go maybe 500, and then they say, okay, Andy, you've done a good job of getting it now. You know, let's go ahead and, you know, start just in, in the middle of the season. You know, kind of what they did with Tua in Miami, you know. Kind of similar. Uh, yeah, wait, wait. I also want to bring up another topic okay. about uh, the Cam Newton situation. When I was on my way to a train station, the bus I was on, the driver was telling me about this, and he suspected what you all suspected, which was uh, Cam Newton got cut partially because of the opposition to getting vaccinated. And quite frankly, number one, the dude can't play anymore. Number two, I think that if they did cut him because of his vaccination stance and he was a borderline player, he earned it. He earned his cutting because the guy can't play. And, you know, it's a team sport for these players to say, well, they don't want to get vaccinated. If they had a COVID outbreak, you knock out not only your team, but the team you play with uh, forfeits and all this. Right. So yep. these, I mean, that's, so I think that's a fact. That's what people up here are starting to say, that they think it's a factor. Yep. Yeah, so, and, um, so, 
So I think uh, these what are, what are, oh, the go ahead, Sorry. These, these folks like him, uh, let's see, the guy in Minnesota, the receiver yeah, in Kirk Buffalo, Cousins. all these other, yep. all these other, all these other goofs yeah, yeah. Are, are being, to me are being selfish. And there was one sports program that I was watching last week, and the guy and the host said, and I quote, "If Cole Beasley were to, if he was a teammate of Cole Beasley, and the and they, Bills got sick and and lost uh, and got forfeited, he'd punch Cole Beasley in the face." <laughs> well, that's why it's up to seventy-three percent uh, okay, with at least um, one shot. Now. Right, Gina, ahead, you should Perry. be next. Go ahead and unmute. Uh, Hello. Okay, I am here. There you go. Hello. Hello, Gina. Hey, Chris. Hi, Gina. Hi, everybody. Hi. So I have a, um, I, I have a baseball broadcaster question. Okay. 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 Um, for the last couple of years that I know about, um, Gary Hill, one of the baseball broadcasters for the Mariners, mm-hmm. and now David Sims even, is when he talks about innings, they use the word frame. <laughs> yeah. And whenever that happens, my husband gets really annoyed. Okay. And is that a new is that a new term? No. Or? No. no it's, it's I think it's just. I it's think really, it depends upon the person. It comes from bowl. It's a little bit uh, from bowling. It's just yeah. you know bowling. The, the, well, well, in Candlepin we call them boxes, but in tent in their frames. I think it's just another way of saying innings. You know, it's like it's like the hurler instead of the pitcher or whatever. You know that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, I've heard I've heard football uh, announcers for the stone so frame, or, and I've heard it in the NBA for the quarters. I've never heard it in baseball. Though. No. Well, we got a. Uh, one Mariner broadcaster does it regularly, and uh, David Sims did it the other night. And my husband goes, "David, David, David." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. How, I how like about David the, Sims. How about, the, how about when he used to do basketball stuff. and stuff? He was great. He was great. Yeah, yeah and he still is. No, I'm sure. How about the Seahawks? <laughs> what are they saying out there? Um, I'm not really sure, but you know, I wonder something. Um, I noticed in the three game, the preseason games we played, didn't seem like they used their starters. You think their starters are going to be able to play when it comes yeah. to time? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing is, what happened was last year there was no exhibition games, and the starters. It maybe wasn't smooth football, a lot of penalties and this and that first couple of weeks. But everybody played. They also know there there won't be as many injuries as there were last year because everybody came in and hadn't really worked at game speed, so you had a lot of hamstring pulls and a lot of that stuff the first few weeks. So I think they're really starting to realize you don't need as much exhibition football as they used to play. I mean, hey, they used to play six games. It was ridiculous. Now it's going to be three, and eventually if they go to an 18-game schedule, it might be two. So the starters just don't play much. And these joint uh, practices are the the thing of the future. The coaches seem to love them because they can, you know, they're playing against other competition, but they can orchestrate situations the way they want it. So they seem to love this. Yeah, Yeah, the other thing that they was mentioned about the Cam Newton that I forgot, they said that he, I guess uh, Belichick gave him gave Jones a high five coming off the field after one of the joint practices and the thing with the Giants last week. And it, of course, he got to play with the, the first team because Newton wasn't there because of his COVID. So even and that was his direct day of practice. Of, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know. But, uh, by the way, uh, Chris, some news just coming across: uh, Lance Lynn of the White Sox headed to the ten day injured list with uh, knee inflammation. The White Sox okay. have recalled infielder Danny Mindig from AAA. Oh, and speaking of uh, White Sox and Cubs, former White Sox and Cubs, <laughs> Jose Quintana, who was playing with the Angels this year, got placed on waivers and immediately claimed by the San Francisco Giants because of the Giants' COVID outbreak with starting pitchers. So, who, who, okay. who was Robert placed? Jose Quintana. Jose Quintana, the former White Sox and Cub. He he was playing with the Angels, and they put him on waivers, and the Giants immediately claimed him. So, well, I don't know okay. what the Giants are going to get, but nonetheless, yeah. yeah. 
But I think Seattle and that division is going to be something. I think that oh, every, wow. you know, yeah. it's going to be Arizona and they're all, they're all, you could argue that any one of them could win that division. That's I, hate correct. Say, I hate to say it as good as the Seahawks are. I'm picking them for last in that division. Wow. You're making a lot of friends on this show. Next <laughs> week, by the way, we, we will do our, our division yeah. picks and our playoff picks and our Super Bowl picks. So That's everybody right. can tune yeah. in and then, then go to Vegas and bet the other way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Anything else, Tina? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Now, um, do we have any more NFL before Sean launches launches into his ESPN thing? I'm done. Well, go ahead, Sean. Not. Go ahead, Sean. All right. Well, as I mentioned, ESPN does this thing, you know, on the zero week of college, but it's like the last weekend of August, a lot of states start playing high school football. And so they'll show games all weekend. And a lot of these are players that are projected to be part of their ESPN top 300 players to look at, you know, as far as, you know, coming out, going to college the next year. And sometimes, you know, you'll see games between two teams in the same state, but they'll match up teams across country against each other. They'll fly them, they'll, you know, have them play each other, do a little. And it's set up through this Paragon Sports Marketing Group. Well, they had a they had a triple header, I think it was, on Sunday at the Hall of Fame, the Tom Benson Stadium in Canton, Ohio. And IMG Academy, which is a, you know, it's a, it's a school, but it's set up, it's a private school. It's set up for players that are top, upper echelon football players cross country and they go they work on football but they also work on their academics to get them ready for college and you know if you basically go there your junior senior high school and you play and they work on and they have it for football basketball but they, it is a legitimate high school but it's kind of like they have those tennis academies or dance academies or you're starting to see them prop up for football and basketball but the, like there's Finley Prep out in Henderson Nevada which does this for uh high school basketball, but they use the curriculum of a home school of another school that's nearby, but they're sanctioned by Nevada. But IMG Academy was playing school out of Columbus, Ohio, maybe, supposedly. Bishop Sycamore. Sorry, Bishop Sycamore High School. Now, this school was Owens. They played six games last year. They were when their first year, quote-unquote, of existence. How did they get in there? Well, apparently the coach convinced that, oh, we have all these five-star players coming. So they got Paragon to say, hey, we're playing. And they didn't only just do this Paragon. They did this because they have an 11-game schedule this week. And then they get into the broadcast. And IMG ended up winning 58 to nothing. And they had third and fourth stringers in there. Even the ESPN people were like, who are these players? Where are they getting in? And apparently this school had a game Friday night, less than 48 hours before the Sunday game in Pennsylvania. And then they got a game this weekend in Kentucky. Well, they maybe still have it, but getting into it, people started looking into the school. There is no existence. They could find nothing about the school. They put in Bishop Sycamore. All they found out was, well, this is how you can get into college if you want to play football. But there was an online school, but they they did not even have an online curriculum. So, yeah, apparently this, they duped them. These are guys that are just, oh, I'm going to get some guys together to play football. They're living in hotels. They're living in dorms. And then we find out that the coach has warrants for his arrest. Mm-hmm. Apparently he did this before one time. He took out a $100,000 loan to help fund the Christian of Faith Academy, also in Columbus, Ohio, which 
apparently he also got some churches to donate. He got a church to donate to. He said, hey, we'll show them. And apparently they were living in in hotel, uh, having, uh, you know, they were stealing from Kroger to get food. And so Friday he was issued a, a warrant to get, you know, <laughs> because of a default on this loan. And they're looking into also a domestic assault charge that got reduced to criminal mischief. So this guy, he's a con artist, basically getting people. He's he, he's basically the only contact that this high school has. There's no principal, superintendent. It's just this, this football coach, and they fake out ESPN. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> and it's all, all right. over. Obviously, They've been having all kinds ESPN of ESPN did not do its homework. No, no, ESPN and the Paragon Sports marketing did not do its homework. Neither Paragon, who books these games for ESPN, and Tom Luganville and whoever was doing the game with him, they're like, how did this school get... I mean, they're questioning, going, what is going... They're saying it's on the broadcast. Where are the five stars? And they go, they said, we have no information about this school to talk about. You know, they're like, where is this school? (laughs) Well, there there were some games played in college football last week, and we can talk about them, and probably the most competitive one was Illinois 30, Nebraska 22. The the, the people in Nebraska are just becoming apoplectic because Scott Frost was supposed to come in and he was supposed to make everything better and they were going to be you know the Nebraska old and 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 yeah they were favored and they Illinois got out to a lead and held on yeah and I listened to that game I listened to the Illinois broadcast of it Illinois started out two to nothing and then you know Nebraska I mean it was back and forth but it, yeah, that was the only really memorable. You had, like I said, a bunch of blowouts. You said, how, did, now, Sean, how did you li- how did you listen? People want to know this this type of stuff. So I I found it five ninety the fan in St. Louis. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, Bill, Bill, if you want to turn on your mic here, you and I can talk <laughs> a minute or so about this app that that we have because Bill and I both have it now, and I have it set up. You do not have to create an account if you don't want to. No, you I don't. don't. I don't know what creating an account bill would even give you. But I have no idea. And I didn't even mess with it. <laughs> I because... didn't either. But what it is, if you you can go in, you, there's all sorts of teams. The only team that I did not find on there that I that I thought might be, I did not see Drake on there. But um, everybody that you pretty much would want, you could find it, it. Bill and Bill's correct when he said last week it's very accessible. You just go through, you find your conference, you you click on that, and, and it'll bring up the teams. You select that. And uh, you can do on demand. Uh, so you if can you have access the team. to a, go ahead, Bill. You can follow the team. They'll give you notifications when your Correct. team's going to play. You not only get the games live, but you also get the post game shows, the pre game coaches shows. Is this for college football? It is for co- college. No, it's college sports. sports. College sports. College sports. I mean, so volleyball, in fact, I got the teams that I set up, I set up Iowa, Iowa State, Northern Iowa, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State, and I can go clear back on demand to March. So, you know, that would give me baseball, most of the baseball and a little bit of the end of the basketball season. But you can even select your sports. If you don't want all the sports, you can even not only select your team, you can select your sport. And this is available and- on the iPhone. And your Android phone, they work, I have both here, they work equally as well on both apps. And for a friend in the 225 Pierre, you can use your iPod Touch with this particular app also or on your iPad. Now, what's it called? It is the Varsity Network. 
Okay. And you just download the app and you go in and select your teams, whatever teams you want. You can select as many as you want. Okay. And you can listen live, or if you miss the game, you can listen on demand. Now, I, unless you know something, Bill, that I don't, it looks to me, I was just looking during the Illinois-Nebraska game, it does look like they are available on TuneIn still if you want to go that route. But this is a good route if you really want to listen to a lot of sports. Right, and really, now TuneIn, there's some talk that they may put these college games over on premium. I don't know or if it's coming to that or whatever the case may be but but this is one sure way and they knew boy if they're put if they decide to do that they need to certainly then between them and the developer and whoever if they're going to do that they need to make them much more for those who have the smart speakers they need to be much more yeah, because the, accessible yeah the varsity network's not on the smart speaker not yet. i tried to like i tried to say play the Nebraska Cornhusker football it wouldn't do that i said Illinois fighting the line football no nope. i didn't what so you would probably, probably Sean, what you want to say is just Nebraska football or Illinois football. That's a, that should work, but as we know, Chris, it doesn't always. And uh, the other thing no. that we and do I need have to score say, update when you're ready. Hold, okay. hold on, Bill, go ahead. Just I'll make this real quick. Another thing, we've been receiving numerous reports on the legend, and other stations have too. And I'm talking about radio stations. There are numerous reports with tune in and iHeartRadio and whatever, and Lady A, um, this is affecting the way people, you know, they may say one thing is going to play something else. And this can vary from device to device. You can be in the same household. One work, one will not work. So, unfortunately, that's way above our pay grade. And I would, think, I would think those people above that are out, hopefully they're working on the issue. And- well, hopefully. Let's hope so. Robert, you had a score update. Yeah, uh, the uh, Marlins, their bullpen blew a 5-1 to one lead, and the Mets win 6-5. to five, So oh, Wow. No more uh, bullpen. So there you go. And it's this week, though, we have some pretty big college games. We have the first full week. Uh, we start off uh, a conference game Thursday night, Minnesota-Ohio State. And, and I've heard Howard Griffith on the Big Ten Network and others say, don't watch. I mean, you know, I mean, they're saying well, you better don't don't rest easy on Minnesota. They could sneak up on you. And then if you got some other conference games there, you got Wisconsin, Penn State, Iowa, Indiana, uh, which that could be an interesting game. Indiana, that could be an interesting. Game. Bill, Bill, what have you heard about Indiana? Are they supposed to be as good this year as they were last year? I'm sorry. I think, Bill. What have you heard about the Hoosiers? Are they supposed to be as good this year as they were last year? And football, no, they're they're most on the rise. They're ranked number 17 in the country. They're playing Iowa this week. The Hoosiers are a three-and-a-half-point underdog. I wouldn't be surprised if Indiana didn't win, but... Who knows? They are really riding high right now. So Indiana's a top twenty team, though. Yeah, they are. No, they I mean, right. this them, is gonna, them and Iowa are both. They're pretty close in the ratings. This so, is going to be one way yeah, of the game on Saturday. I'm sorry, <laughs> was victory a technical? It should, you issue. know what though? For an opener though, Bill, that's a conference game. That's an early start uh, to your conference. Oh, game. the Big Ten must have just decided to do well, a bunch of them. Big Ten's doing well. The SEC has done that in the past, and then they play some of the scrub games later. The Big Ten decided, hey, let's play some of our Conference games. They've got it going on. And then we can play some of the non conference in the middle. What's that? What's that, Bill? I said, we will give you a full scouting report just like you and I. And of course, no, Rick's going to be there. And 
and Robert, we will give you in-depth NFL coverage Absol- and try to give you yeah. more in-depth college coverage also. Absolutely. Bill, and I, Bill and I will make sure you'll have, both, you'll have the Iowa-Indiana game covered, so we'll make sure. Yeah. And if we don't There's cover here, we'll games going cover on. It on the show. Yeah, go ahead. Far some other games going on. Tulane, Oklahoma. It was supposed to be in New Orleans. They flipped it to Norman, and they will play in New Orleans in 2023, I believe, because there was a two in Norman, one in New Orleans in the middle, so they've just decided to flip that around because of Hurricane Ida. LSU, they're practicing in Houston, and they'd watch UCLA this weekend, which, I mean, UCLA, yeah, it was Hawaii, but, I mean, they blew them out. LSU, you know, we're trying to get their quarterback situation. Oh, I've got out. a story about UCLA, too. Cool. And let me give you some uh, other games coming, coming up. Uh, of course, Texas, Louisiana. Now, you may be going, okay, why are we looking at Louisiana is ranked number uh, 23, I believe, in the country, and they pulled a big one on Iowa State last week, and the only team they lost last to last year was their was last year. Yeah, last year, not last week, but <laughs> last year the only team they lost to was Appalachian State, and like they were staying in probably the Big Twelve or the Pac twelve. Uh, Louisiana could probably be about fourth or fifth. So, now, I mean, when you say that, is that Louisiana coach, Lafayette? Louisiana yeah, Lafayette. They're okay. now they're now the University of Louisiana. Okay. They're southwestern Louisiana, then the Louisiana Lafayette, then they're just Louisiana. The other one is ULM, which is Louisiana Monroe. But yeah, and, and, then, and, uh, way, but, and then Iowa State but plays Texas, Northern Iowa. But don't 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 rest on that game either because Northern Iowa no. almost always plays Iowa State very tough. Mm-hmm. And then you got some big showcase games. You got uh, Alabama Miami in Atlanta. So that's the big. They always play that game in Atlanta. Or Alabama always plays a game in Atlanta. So it, they always play it out in Atlanta or Jerry World. Seems like the open up seasons. And Clemson and Georgia and Charlotte. No, another big one. Notre Dame and Florida State. That's a Sunday night game. That's a Sunday mm-hmm. night game. And Louisville Ole Miss is a Monday night game. Oh, and one other I missed conference game in the Big Ten is Wisconsin Penn State. That's another game you want to watch out for. I mean, those are those are some of your big. I mean, that's why I give them credit. Now, back in the day, in the old days, they always had one of these throwaway games, your first game, but at least they start giving some decent matchups. Now, the last about the last seven or eight years, they've been really. Or the last ten years, they've been really hitting it hard with some of these big, you know, marquee type matchups. And we'll definitely. Robert, what was your story on UCLA? Uh, well, apparently, there's a big controversy going on in LA because I was reading the Los Angeles Times yesterday, and apparently, uh, people don't show up to UCLA games. Uh, and of course, no. LSU is supposed to be in the Rose Bowl this weekend to play U- uh, UCLA. Well, so what UCLA has done, instead of putting extra tickets on sale, they passed them out to all the high schools for free, and they want kids to show up to fill the stadium this weekend. So, okay. the thought, uh, the thought's uh, good, but you're not going to make any money that way. No, nope. uh, because apparently people don't want to. Uh, now, I don't live in L.A., so I don't know how this works, but apparently since Chip Kelly has got there, people don't want to go and go to the home games. The, the Rose Bowl is half empty when they play. So yeah. they're trying to. Uh, this is one of their ways to fix it because I guess this game is going to be on national TV. And they yeah, want it's, to, it's the even. It's the evening. It's one of the Fox. It's part of the Fox triple header. With uh, they want, they want to present a full Rose Bowl to the nationwide audience. Yeah, yeah, because it's going to be the night game. I think the eight thirty Eastern game, I believe. Uh, So yeah, so there you go. 
And okay. Any more college football? I don't think I do. Okay. So we have a little tennis news. The U.S. Open has started. And uh, in uh, and Serena nor uh, uh, Venus Williams were playing in, <laughs> are going to play it because they had not recovered from their uh, injuries from before. So they're not going to play. Is, and this, Chris, this is the first time since 1997 that neither one of them will be there. Wow. The last time, the last time they had a tournament where, where no Williams sisters were there. It was 1997. So. Okay. Uh, did we find out if Naomi Osaka is playing or not? Uh, yeah. She's she, not. Uh, no, she opened her first round yesterday and won in straight okay, sets. She, she's the defending champion. And, of course, Novak Djokovic, he plays his first match today. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, then uh, so that's basically it in tennis, right? I don't think there's anything else we no, need to uh, do. No, uh, everything on the revolves open around the U.S. Open until right. uh, September 12th. So that's right. So in the NBA, uh, the Adrian Wojnarowski was saying that uh, Rajon Rondo uh, got a sign and trade with tennis, uh, Tennessee, uh, Memphis, I should say, and uh, he will go to the Lakers. Back. Yeah, to the he Lakers. got he got bought out by uh, Memphis, and he cleared waivers, and he signed a one-year deal to be back with the Lakers. So okay. he, yeah, he never actually played a game with Memphis. He got traded no. there, and then there was... Yeah. Nope. Right. And any other... There was one other NBA thing. What was it that somebody mentioned uh, that came in late? I remember somebody uh, saying something about the NBA. I don't Sean, you remember... Did. Sean, you were the one. Wait, I'm trying to remember what I said. I forget. Anyway, we'll get we'll get it. No. We'll get it. Next we'll week. get it next. We'll get, if we'll it's it important, next. it'll be here next week. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was anything major. I think it was just something. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Um, Simmons wants out of Philly, and that. Oh, I think yeah, that yeah, right. Well, was that a, yeah. yeah, he of wants course, out of Philly, and they want to get Philly wants, but Philly wants him out too. Yeah, they yeah. do, okay. and uh, but That's, that doesn't mean it's going to happen no. because there aren't a lot of takers. Yeah, and not, well, not only that, yeah. not only that, Philadelphia wants the moon for him. Yeah. You know, yeah, I want and the lottery. I too. did hear a funny story. This hold, is hold, on, hold on, hold on, NBA. Sean. Don't, hold on, Sean. Don't go ahead. Nothing important. I just said I want to win the lottery too. Go ahead, Sean. I don't care. Yeah, but no, I, I did hear this is related to the NBA and Hurricane Ida. Kind of, this kind of a you know, of course. People are going and buying, uh, you know, they buy up stuff and, oh, yeah, and ships. <laughs> ships are usually one of the first things to go because, you know, you can keep them. If you lose power, you can, you know, yep. fill the bag, clip them up. There's an Anthony Davis ruffles, a ruffles bag with Anthony Davis on them. Mm-hmm. Every In New Orleans, they're so mad at Anthony Davis because leaving <laughs> and going to the Lakers. All the other bags of chips are being bought up, except the Anthony Davis Ruffles. Yeah, there's still like <laughs> completely empty shelves except for these bags of Anthony Davis chips. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll start anyway. before I, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do we have any okay. calls before we wrap it up? Yeah. We, we do not. Okay. All right, well. well. As we say, next week we'll have our big NFL preview uh, show, and we'll yeah. be able to talk about the first week of college football and more baseball. There were fewer baseball notes this week, just not as many. That's one reason it was a little shorter. Plus, we didn't have a poll question, and the deaths were a little shorter. So, all in all, we did a, a streamlined show. Yeah. Yes. There we go. And hopefully everybody listening enjoyed it, and they'll be back next week. Right. And if you want to listen to this or anybody else who can't listen to this time, remember, you can download the podcast by going to legendoldies.com, or you can tell your smart speaker to 
play Legend Oldies or play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcasts. Or if that does not work, tell him to play Sports Lounge Live from TuneIn. Also, you can type in Sports Lounge Live in your podcatcher and have it delivered as soon as it's posted. Or go to 773-572-3006, option number nine, and check it out. And hey, don't forget, listen to the Coffee Club in the morning and then after, stay tuned for Bill and Perry. And I guess until next week, we will see y'all later.